tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Last time we'll hear this. This is really sad. I'm just going to let it play for a minute. <sighs> for now, not forever. You're right. Until 2016. Oh, Black Souls Brethren, we are back. <laughs> How we doing, everyone? Welcome to the Black Sales After Buzz TV After Show. I am your hooks. Ryan, I am your hooks. <laughs> I'm so sad that <laughs> I don't even know what to start. say. I am your host, Ryan Hooks. <laughs> and you can get me at RyanHooks92 on the Twitter and the Instagram. I'm, I'm depressed, ladies. <laughs> to my left, Lauren Salon. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon. <laughs> and I am your hooks. <laughs> sorry. You are my hooks? I'm sorry. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie S. Elias. You know what? I am your hooks. I am the only hooks that you need <laughs> in your life. That was phenomenal. I am the captain, the one and only. You guys, thank you for joining us here at the After Buzz TV studios. Episode XVIII. I think that last one in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, season two, episode ten, the finale of season two. So, first off, what did everyone think? You know, I think on a lot of levels, it gave me what I was hoping for. I really wanted that pirate. You know, pirates banding the together. Brethren. Yeah, banding together and being piratey and friends. You know, but I think it also lacked a little bit of the. The sneakiness and the backstabbing, I Since think. Since we got so we many episodes of get. building up and plotting and yeah. too much, you know, There were a few, a few less twists than I expected. Totally. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, it didn't feel like a filler episode by any means, but it like didn't have like that shock value yeah. that I was You expected for. more a of a pleaser, cliffhanger. Especially like. after like the last episode where I just got shot in the head like point blank. And yeah. we were also thrown through a loop that I feel like, I don't know. Well, they, they had to bring us down easy and let us slide into the, the next season, I think, mm-hmm. is what That's they did point. there. Um, I disagree. I liked it. I thought it was action-packed, oh, and I thought it was very well-written, and I liked a lot of the things that they're setting up for for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of season three, before we go any farther, let's talk about my favorite piece of news and gossip that we got this week. <laughs> in case anyone was wondering, <laughs> yes, that is correct, since I've been saying it for how many weeks now? <laughs> About five, every, I would say. Every week. Every week. Blackbeard the Pirate has been announced as an official member of the cast. Mm. Ray, Ray Stevenson will be portraying Blackbeard. Um, I actually was really shocked by the fact that they announced it before the finale. Or that they didn't show it in the yeah, finale. Yeah, like that seemed like yeah. it was just a weird, like, I think it got leaked. You're probably I, right. I actually heard that there's a character who plays... Um, Ray Stevenson, Blackbeard's girlfriend in the series who put a Twitter message out about her and Ray Stevenson on set in Cape Town and it like got deleted by stars and I'm sure it was a big thing because I, I, I heard some people say hmm. they saw it 
and like saw the information. So I'm sure that's probably why they released it because it's like out there now. And the, Fire! Somebody's getting <laughs> severely lashed by stars and all that stuff. But no, I'm actually really excited. I think Ray Stevenson is an awesome cast choice for Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite Ray Stevenson roles, obviously, is King Arthur. Uh, I liked him as Porthos in The Musketeers, which I hated that version of The Musketeers, by the way. Let me just... <laughs> thank, you st- for, thank you for clarifying. Don't get me started, because I'm a big Musketeers guy. Uh, there's a whole great series on BBC, actually, that I watched. It's been two seasons now. And also, he played Titus on Rome. So I feel like that's a good correlation to the type of character he's going to be playing as Blackbeard. Totally. Kind of scruffy, mysterious. He looked great. I, just, I yeah, he They put that picture great. out of him. Uh, mm-hmm. I tweeted it out, I think, too, probably. He looked really great as Blackbeard. Super looking forward to that. Um, so I actually also want to thank everyone. Thank you for watching us for the season, uh, for commenting on our YouTube, for all the above. So make sure you follow us on our iTunes and our YouTube and our SoundCloud at AfterBuzzTV and also us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us after the show and leading into next season of 2016, whenever that may or may not be. Uh, and I actually want to comment on one comment that I saw on YouTube this week that I really thought was interesting. Okay, so we didn't get any Eleanor Guthrie in the season finale. Nothing. I'm okay with Nothing. that. Which I am I, too. I, I mean, is her... <laughs> some people thought that maybe her you. course has run its course, if you will, and she's oh, adrift. Come back. To use another... She, she'll be back, I think, as she'll well. Back. But um, somebody actually made a comment that... This was Miss Pat Smith 26, by the way. Thank that, you, Miss Pat, for contributing. That maybe Mary Reed could save Eleanor because she was a Royal Marine and she was in the Royal Navy mm. before she became a pirate. I like you for that because I've been talking about Mary Reed I know. As well we're for... waiting for Mary Reed to so, arrive. So that's actually a really good thought as a possibility that maybe Mary Reed saves Eleanor or possibly that Eleanor also convinces the people that have her captive the same thing she convinced Underhill and that they're going to end up coming back with her mm. to the island. That she can help them take the island and maybe, you know, take out all the pirates. So who knows? Thoughts? I I could see that angle, her bringing them back to the island, because she has the last few episodes been so adamant to say that she is not a pirate and she's not a, a bad person. You know, she's an English woman and a businesswoman, blah, 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 all that. But I I don't know. Based on how she's been throughout the show so far, such a strong female character, I don't think we're done with her. I'm, I'm okay with her being in a little timeout for a little while to kind of, you know hone in her her explosive actions and and you know think a little bit before she jumps into doing something but what, I, don't, I, I don't think she's I, done I think I have like hopes for Mary Reed that's not that like okay and these I could be way off because the story so the story so far in the show has been really historically accurate. Yeah, there's this and that yeah, here and yeah. there, but so far it's been pretty. We call that historical adjacent here at After Buzz. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> pretty historically adjacent. Um, but like, what if she comes back and what if they throw us through a loop and she's Mary Reed or you know what I mean? Like she comes back as Mary Reed or Max turns into Mary Reed. Like we have no clue who Mary Reed could or is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just so. I hope that Mary Reed is more dramatic than just her saving Eleanor. And I don't mean to like talk so much crap about Eleanor. I just don't think, like... But you don't really like her No, like, as a character, I just think she either needs to develop or be cut. Like, you know, I don't know, I just, something big needs to happen with her, or I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, she's just been so impulsive this whole season, I feel like, and flip-flopping with who she's loyal to, and it's, I'm getting a little tired of it. Totally with you. Well, maybe Vane will bring her back in, tame her down. Vane, no, Vane. You can do better. Yeah, Vane, don't you can do Vane, you could do so much better. Gosh, Go save there's Abigail. There's two beautiful ladies right here on the panel that would be happy to be hey, anything for you, Charles Vane. Oh, hey. I'll be your Mary Reed. Hashtag oh. Team Vane. Whoa. Team right, Elias, you better oh, okay. simmer down. I'm simmered, I'm sorry. Um, I had something else that I was going to talk about, and I totally forgot. 
Oh, um, nope. Oh, okay, I got it back. <laughs> I'm back here. It is. So do you think that with Eleanor, and back to this, that we are, I think one of two things is going to happen, and tell me if you agree or disagree, that we are either going to see her at the very top of season three, or we aren't going to see her for several episodes, like four or five. Well, they did the same thing with Billy Bones, right? They took him, and it's a totally different situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the right. same at all, but like they have taken a character away for a couple episodes to make them relevant again, and I kind of think that's what they need to do with Eleanor. If they're going to bring her back, they need to take her away for a little while so that we can reacclimate to a, right. an Eleanor that we might be different. I wouldn't say four or five. I could see her not showing up for the like first two. two or three yeah, episodes, totally. and then maybe getting a glimpse of her like we did with Billy. But I don't know. I feel like maybe we wouldn't see her right off the bat in the beginning. I think that's. I, think I thought that's it was a, a little idea. weird that we didn't see her at all mm-hmm. in the finale. You know, she's been every episode this season. Yes, and every episode of her episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. every every episode. So it was a little weird. Kind of threw things off a little bit, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think it disturbed the the storyline too much. I don't you know, think it disturbed the they audience mentioned her. either. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Everyone, no one cool seemed to be minding that Eleanor was gone. It was, it was we a, spent a bro fest, an absorbent totally. amount of time talking about her. Now that she's gone, and we don't even care. Yeah. All right. So, what was your favorite moment this episode? Mm, I had so many uh, favorite. Moments. I know there was a lot of great moments. Uh, I, liked, I had moments of dialogue. I think I, that I liked. Yeah, for sure. I think that my favorite moment. I'm still trying to figure it out because I still like. Please tell me if you guys have ideas out there, or you think what okay. I think. There's two things that could have happened with Silver, and of course I'm going to go to Silver because I like him a lot. But when he, I think there like there's two sides of the story. Like I said, either he made like the ultimate sacrifice for his crew, or he just didn't think his plan all the way through. Okay, so he basically he got his like. Yeah, we saw everything Peg that happened. No, like, listen, that's awesome though. Like that, that was such a like. Oh my gosh, that's a Treasure Island thing because he's yeah. peg legged. Absolutely, he, he, he's I mean, like Robert they're, Louis Stevenson they're is building it right now. up in there. You know? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's jumping in his grave. He's pumped right now, but he's like okay. So now he's one legged and the quartermaster. Just like he's not on the walrus yet, but. I don't know. I feel like when he got his leg hacked or up, a pirate. He doesn't have a parrot yet either. He doesn't have a parrot yet either. But when he got his leg <laughs> hacked up, I or feel like chain. either he was making like an ultimate sacrifice for his crew, or he didn't think the plan to steal the keys would have ended up with his leg being chopped off. I don't. You know what I, mean? I don't think he thought that was going to happen. He's too after his own. Preserved. Like he wants his well, own. And, good. And that's good. Yeah, Wait, so we've seen this is a shift in so, Silver's John Silver's character. character. Exactly. Because he, everything he did this week was not for himself. It was for the preservation of the crew and the men. But mm-hmm. you could interpret it that way. I do. As okay, see, and I want to, but his character history so like resonates so hard with me because like what if he's just trying to live? What if he's just trying to figure out and then his friend dies with the gold and so now mm-hmm. he's like, shoot, now how am I gonna get the gold? I have to tell Flint, I have to I just think there are two things that could have, like he there grew. Was, yeah, I don't. I don't think he thought he was gonna get his like his like no, at and, all or anything. You know, he's too. You know, like yeah. self preserving. You know. Yeah. However, I, I, I'm gonna argue with this because I, I disagree. No, I'm, I'm on your side. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Okay, good. I'm gonna keep arguing because I like to argue. So here's why I disagree. Uh, in the scene when he is asked to give up ten men, leading up to his like getting mm-hmm. cut, he refuses. They kill Vincent. He still refuses. When he's getting his leg chopped up and the knock on the door comes, he makes a comment about, you know, has he seen his keys and has he seen them since you brought me in here? And then he makes a comment about my men. He says the Mm -hmm. words my men. And that stood out to me because he doesn't see them as the men. Those are now his men. And those are the people that he looks out for. And I think 
it sort of led to that moment previously when Billy Bones stood up and he said, that's our brother that you have there. And I think that's where and, it settled with him. And that that's because him and Billy had that moment before he was taken away. And every single one of the men stood up when they grabbed Silver mm-hmm. and they were standing in the way of, mm-hmm. of all of Vane's men. And refused to let them take Silver until there was a little bit of a fight. Totally. And they even set that up last episode, too, where Silver realized his power. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, oh, like, yeah. again, that could have gone two ways. He could have realized, like, the control that he had over the men and gone selfish Silver way. Or I'm, I really agree with you. I really think that now he's turning into somebody point. who is going to be long John Silver. I think yeah. that he's... I think they've developed that character so well. And, like, you blatantly see growth in his character. Yeah, he's still a little shifty and, like, mm-hmm. lying about... Vincent, we he's, found out his name. Yeah, lying about Vincent. He's, like, he's shifty in Treasure Island, sh- though. I mean, no, no, he, but he has, like, that integrity now that wasn't there before. There's, like, remorse. Mm-hmm. And he views, like, just like you said, he views the guys as his men. Right. Reason outside of just himself. Absolutely. And what he's after. And I, I, want, I don't think that this in the last episode was driven by that when he cut the the force day line um but i feel like he now realizes that it kind of was when billy was talking to him about it because had he not done that and he was doing it purely for self-preservation at that mm-hmm. moment because he knew that they couldn't sail if they couldn't sail they couldn't kill him you know they need all that so there was basically delaying till till uh flint got back but now that he realized that it sort of did he saved everyone's life by doing yeah. that and so like it was like oh i did something good for people and i didn't even mean to do it Exactly. He like figuring himself out. And it's a good person he's turning into, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm and into I think it. From an acting perspective, too, I think he did with the whole leg getting chopped off scene, did that so well. Because we've seen him always just be this cunning, sneaky, kind of jokester character. And, and that was like a tough, obviously a tough scene. I mean, I can't, I can't really imagine getting my leg chopped off with like a dull axe. It's hard to watch. And yeah. I, I liked it that they kind of kept him tough a little bit. Yeah, and, and like, it was... Totally. That he was still like laughing in their face about it. Even I mean, I mean you could tell he was in pain. In but the he was bed. like, you, it's but not it, that bad. You guys have seen worse. Like, yeah, but, yeah. The, he, but like, I think yeah. he did such a good job of of capturing Kudos the intensity. The of well done. Totally, scene. totally agreed. Those good old South Australian actors <laughs> doing the thing and the acting. Yeah, and I agree. I think that he did a great job with that scene, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, you never finished talking about favorite scenes, though. Oh, so yeah, that, that's right. mine. <laughs> There's yours. That's my favorite scene. I liked uh, Flint and Vane. Well, I liked Vane coming to rescue yeah. Flint. I loved that, that whole, whole sequence. Whole, Running think, around, dodging bullets and yeah. cannonballs and stuff. I loved that sequence. And I really liked, you know, kind of a more specific part of that large scene when he uses it, when Vane uses Abigail's journal. Totally. You know, because that was, that was a powerful moment when that when she was writing, you know, yeah. when she was and that was actually it. a question that the fans had when we had Megan in here. You know, what happened to your journal? And she's like, "Well, you'll find out." And right. I, and we it said was the such same a thing. big deal in that episode when they're traveling back too. You know, she's doing the like, Why voice do over and all that, which stylistically was totally different. And so then we see the big payoff for the journal, and so I thought that was a, a powerful piece. Totally. And I, I thought maybe you know, Lord Ash would have kind of made changed his mind a little bit or mm-hmm. that could have convinced him a bit more you know because he used to dude was have a, a heart for that but yeah no he dude is dude was a jerk yeah, and, I mean, there's no redeeming qualities mm-mm. in Ash in my we, we saw that at the very beginning of the episode it started off and I, again kudos to Megan because that was an awesome scene she did this as Abigail in the start of the, the show where she's talking to him you know and she's talking to him you taught me about truth mm-hmm. yeah the she's one note. spacing out pulling her one note and you know are you afraid that people are going to know the truth if they talk to me because I'm going to tell the truth, and it's going to be you. You are the one who's at fault here, and mm-hmm. the only person who's guilty of a crime is your man, mm-hmm. who died. <laughs> yes. 
I I kept thinking that he was going to come running out when they were like escaping and he was going to get killed. Like in some more super like a sword fighty. Yeah, Yeah. not necessarily gruesome. Just more of a sword fighty way, you know. Because I felt like it'd be more like a one on one revenge thing. Right, right. But the way that he died actually was even better. Yeah, Yeah. it was pretty good. And think of though, because they delayed because of the whistling noise, and then they got blown up. But had he not delayed, they would have killed, you know, Flint Mm -hmm. and Vane. Absolutely. What was your favorite scene? I I like. Pretty much most of the stuff that took place with Flint involving either Lord Ash or Vane or the trial when he was on the stage, essentially. Mm. Like we're all monsters. Yeah, like I, I love cool. yeah, I love the line where he line. said, you know, you, you made me a monster. All right, I'm going to be your monster. And then also I love when Vane, and I said this last week, when Vane says, you know, if anyone's going to make a trophy of you, it should be me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I like the, the little moment they had, too, where he's like, now you've got everyone watching us. What's your real plan? Like, yeah, like, like Flint knew. knew exactly that this was not his plan all along. And, totally. you know, and then Vane stood up into the whole speech about like, yeah, you're going to be sorry. Yeah, I thought that was great. That, I thought that was great. a really good scene, personally. That was my favorite. Totally. You know what else was a super powerful scene that I wasn't really fond of, but it needed to I happen? Agree. I know what you're going to say, and I agree. It was the one where, and this is where I, I like lost all of my hope for Peter Ash, is when he basically was like, look, you can still turn this around. Like sh- Miranda can have a, a, an honorable burial. And Flint was like, I know what Miranda would want. And then he mm-hmm. put her casket up, and the people were, I thought that was harder oh. to watch than... Silver getting his leg cut off, and that was yeah. like hard for me to watch. But physically, like that, Flint, you like saw I just spit everywhere. <laughs> Flint, you saw in his eyes in that moment. James McGraw's gone. Mm-hmm. Like in that moment, he's Captain Flint, and there's no turning back. Right, and there was nothing. Like there's nothing left for him as James McGraw. And I thought that was a super powerful, really important scene. That I I didn't like it, but I thought it was definitely necessary. Uh, th- yeah, again, I agreed. think that's what we got a lot of this in the finale is turning point moments. Because mm-hmm. and I said this last week, and a bunch of people commented on it, and I'm still in agreement with it that because of Miranda dying. I think we're leading into the most dark days for Flint. And these are the, the historic days that we now hear. Like, the stuff that he did before is going to be, like, child's play compared, compared to, to what he's about yeah. to do in the next season or two. Well, and yeah. especially with how the finale ended. When he said, like, go to the sandbar. That anger. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, whatever's left. Just yeah. keep, burn it down. keep burning it down. Basically, they took the boat and took out everything else. Like, they were done. They could have just left. The ships had mm-hmm. sank. No one was going to chase them. The city was burning. And they kept firing on the city. And they just were just destroying Charlestown. Totally yeah. destroying so, it. And again, I think that's the the dark turning point for Flint that we're leading into for some some cool stuff in season three. And it's so <sighs> us versus them now, like where Flint, even like Flint, Miranda, Eleanor, all the characters that wanted. I think Billy's the only one left that is just looking for like peace, kind of. I don't even know if he still is. We didn't hear much from him, but. It's so everybody like when Vane got on the ship, he was like, "Nope, we're not gonna we're not gonna turn against pirates." Not after what mm-hmm. happened yeah, there. No prisoners. It's no. So pirates versus their monsters. Like they think the pirates think that everybody else is a monster because of the way they treat them. No right. matter what he said to anybody on that island, all they saw him as is a dirty pirate that did terrible things that needed to die for what he did. Yeah. And but, so, but now what's he gonna do when he finds out Jack's got all the gold? Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> there, there goes that. Yeah, and I actually, I, I disagree a little bit with the Billy thing because, and Billy said before, he's, he's, I don't trust Flint. Mm-mm. But Billy sees Flint as the best possible outcome for the people that he's aligned with. Totally. So it doesn't matter if they're pirates or thieves or whatever because, you know, and he talked about, Vane talked about Billy and his character traits and how the quality of person he is. And mm-hmm. we talked about it before when Megan was on. How he was, you know, a leveler and his parents had, you know, money and he became a pirate because he felt ashamed for what he did and he still has integrity. And I think that his 
thought process is this is the safest thing for us. It's not. Totally. I don't. I don't want to die. I don't want to kill people. But if that's what it takes, that's what it'll do. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's not necessarily that he like wants to do all this. No, and I'm not saying I don't think that's what I, I'm. That's not what I was trying to like, argue for. I think that Billy is the only one that would still be open to dealing with people that aren't pirates in the entire show. I can't think of anybody else that would be open okay. to dealing with somebody that wasn't a pirate and wasn't on their side after the things that Vane and Flint saw and the men that followed Vane and Flint. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think that he would directly go to anybody in government. Yeah, he would maybe talk to Captain Hume again. He would, Yeah, he would be right. a mediator. I can see yeah, him could mediating. end up being the liaison, mm-hmm. pirate liaison. Or finding out where the gold is and later stealing the map. <laughs> later, Billy. Because <laughs> he does that. In case you forgot. I Since just, you just read the book. I just read the book. <laughs> I know. That's cool. So I actually have another question, though, and since we talked about favorite parts of this episode, I want to know, do you guys have a favorite moment from the entire season? Oh. Ooh, you go first, because... Yeah, big question. Yeah, you go first. It is a big question. My absolute favorite moment from the entire season was the scene when Anne Bonnie killed Logan and Charlotte. That was a sick scene. Uh, and then she had that, like, total mental breakdown. I thought that, to me, was... Because we... It was nice this season because they started building Anne Bonnie up a lot. And we got a lot more. We didn't get hardly any of her in season one. And I think that that changed our perceptive of her as a character and showed the vulnerable side of her. Because when we got that even in this episode, you know, when she's talking to Jack and she talked about leaving, but then she realized that they're going to die together. They're going to cool be partners too. until they're dead. Mm-hmm. And that, that's true. They, they end up being together until Jack gets hung. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and historically, they can't get married because right. she's technically still married to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she doesn't want to get married. I exactly. Mean, she's, exactly. She's, she's, she's but I think it's. I think that was an, a really cool scene that we saw because last week we saw them do their whole violence thing and not really talk, and we understood that that's like their relationship. But it's cool, like the conversation that they had. I thought. Did you like? Oh that? yeah, I like that a lot. You know, they kind of got back on the same page and like, you know, we're we're in this together forever. And okay, good. And I think that yeah. that growth though happened because of the breakdown that Anne had. Because I think Jack has always been there and been open, and he's the kind of person that's the talk it out kind of person. Mm-hmm. And Anne never has. She's been very closed off, and very sheltered and protected from what she's experienced and the anger that she has and the resentment. And then this breakdown allowed her to like kind of bring those walls down and you know open up to Jack and realize you know how much she really does care about him and that that, that they're going to be together forever because they're friends and they love each other and they're going to protect each other and. They're gonna Absolutely. rule the world, but that scene also was freaking awesome. That was a really good I, I did, like. I was like, please, please don't, please don't weaken her character by not having her kill him. Please don't weaken, her, you know. And I was just thinking that as I watched it, and then he, she's killed it. Yeah. yeah, killed it. Awesome. All right, favorite scene. I I figured it out. Okay. When Vane rose from the dead and killed that, that dude, yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. That was, but that was season one. I'm sorry. Okay, you said this the whole se- show okay, sorry. Oh, this season was season? still another Vane one. It's when Eleanor shut the gate. I thought that was like a really important scene mm-hmm. um, that changed Vane's character. Completely. On Vane, when she stole Megan or Megan Abigail Ash from yes. the cell. When she, her and Abigail Ash are sitting there, and you just see Vane, and then it pans back to her, mm-hmm. and you see her eyes, and you see her make the decision, and you see her shut the gate, and it was so nothing was really said, but he pretty much was like, "All right." Like, you heard, I'm going to come after you and everything. It just was a really cool, powerful scene. I like that one. Mm -hmm. Gosh, you guys, I don't know. I loved the end of, I think it was just two episodes ago, when Vane, you see all his guys in the water. That was just so chilling, I think. And that wasn't a big scene, but yeah, when they're in the water. Well, no, but uh, when it closed During the monologue after Richard Guthrie died. Yeah, when it closed the scene. They're they're reading the note note about basically we're going to get what's ours and we're going to come back. So be cool ready, scene. and that was yeah, that was episode yeah. eight. Yeah, and I I did I loved that part where they do come back and do the you know that was super wage cool their scene. attack. 
Oh, there are tons. I love that scene as well that you're I also talking liked about. All the Big scenes turning point was naked. Was, yeah, right. We haven't that. seen very much sex they cut, lately. They cut the sex no out totally the back half sex. of the season. It's okay. There was like a plot, so whatever. Also, <laughs> forget the plot. Um, you know, it's funny because I was watching this episode this week, and I was like, "Oh man, it's like a new day because Max has a new dress on." And then she had another new dress on, so she changed dresses twice. Oh, can we talk about oh, Max? That, that yellow dress was awesome. By yeah. the way, how much did I love that yellow dress? A lot, probably. I did love it a lot. I but loved it. She a had lot. a blue dress mm-hmm. and a the, yellow dress. Yeah, but she had the, the other blue dress on like three episodes yeah, in a row. With the different colors mm-hmm. and the pattern on it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about Max. Because so, what do you think Max is up to? Max is. A, evil genius. That's why I want I her to be Mary Reed. And I know she's probably not, but I want her to be. Hopes and dreams. Jamie's hopes and dreams. I put, read put a comment. I read a comment on YouTube. Somebody saying mm. that Max and Silver end up getting married historically. Max is this is, true? Do you know? That? I, 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 didn't, I didn't even this. know Max was a historically yeah, Max accurate was a historical character. character okay, well. We'll, we'll have to look that one up later. If you know, YouTube. Send it up. to us on the internet and hit tell us all up. about it. Yeah, I know, right? Is Max a real I, I was under the no. impression that Max was not a real character. Because we never okay. got a last name. So that's why in my head I'm like, it, Max could, she could be she a could badass. Be yeah, and she, she later could turn around and later become, I don't know. But I thought she was like maneuvering and she's kind of like on top. Right. Now. Oh, she's maneuvering to take Phil Elnor's shoes. And she was completely. like buying everything and she got all the gold. And I just feel like she's right, like starting season three, she's top dog. She's the she, has, she, but she has the biggest target on her back, she's too. Oh, yeah. But I think she's put herself in a situation, and she made that comment to Fraser about, you know, people that have power best use it when people don't realize they have power. Mm-hmm. So, like, people don't, if people don't know that Max has all this power, because she's doing this secretly. She's not doing it publicly. She's mm-hmm. going to each individual, making them offers for their shares, you know, buying up the consortium, buying up the tavern, basically buying up all of Nassau and the, the main... You know, short area. Turning to Eleanor, that was happening. I'm like, how much money is this in? You know, how much are they bringing in? Well, I mean, it's a whorehouse, probably a lot. Yeah. I mean, think about the three places that people go to: the (laughs) whorehouse, the bar, which is the bar she just bought, and Mm -hmm. like you know, to sell their goods. Those are monopolizing. That's that's where everyone goes. This consortium. No, I think she's playing it very smart, and I think she's done a good job of not burning many bridges. Also, you know, so that she can get into this position of power and then there aren't, yes, because of the gold, but aside from that huge thing, there aren't too many people are going to be like, oh, you know, trying to seek an act revenge against her. She hasn't done anything to anybody. Yeah. So she's, she's played it very smart. Other than Mrs. Mapleton, which we may see. Right. Because she's the one that will be most alienated. And we saw, you know, the couple episodes with her. And she was actually in this week's episode, two for a hot minute, mm-hmm. talking to Fraser and the people mm-hmm. and t- figuring out what's going on. So that that could be Max's something to look for in season okay. three. I just feel like yeah. Mrs. Maple would flip in 10 seconds if she knew how much gold Max was bringing in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's be real. Eleanor, where are you? Nobody knows. Miss Mapleton, you have nobody paying you anymore. Mm-hmm. What up? Max has two ships full of gold. Like, Yeah, I, I thought that was awesome that they brought back the walrus as well. Yeah, like, yeah that's the so, ship the historically. Yeah. That Long John Silver will be on. Mm-hmm. So and all these ships we'll also, because Jack Rackham as a captain has like a fleet of ships later, and yep. the the Colonel of Dawn and the Walrus, and you know all these mm-hmm. other ships that they talk about. He, the Ranger as well, yep. which mm-hmm. was Vane's first ship. 
back in season one, so we're like getting all these cool ships. And, it's really cool. Like, the writers like, are really, really smart in the show and staying pretty historically adjacent. Histor- mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's not a- accurate. But you can't be without. I mean, that's it's, yeah. it's fantasy. It's, it's fiction and fun, and totally. You know, we would. I wouldn't want it to be historically accurate. That would ruin everything because I would know what's going to happen. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I hate when stuff based on books is like exactly like the book because then it's like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I don't even need to watch it. Totally. I watch it for entertainment and for like shock and surprise. Were you surprised? That they didn't kill anyone this week, for, um, like for the finale, like so, there was like no a major death. death. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Peter yes. Ash, I guess, wasn't a major death. Though, okay, we don't see him actually die. And in the history of all movies and TV shows that have ever been, if you do not see a character die physically, <laughs> I you think he's know. coming back. He was pretty badly wounded in the stomach, which is probably the most. You bleed up. I feel like there. if they wanted him to die, though, it would have been yeah. so. It would have been so important to see him. Take you know what I mean? Breath. Like do his, you know, like. And, but it was out. powerful to watch him. We don't know laying there on the ground, mm-hmm. right? You know, in pain and looking at Miranda's body. Right. It was very intentional. Was very intentional by was like Flint, you know, to make cool. him have to suffer through all that and see it all go down. Absolutely. You know, the last word. I totally agree. And we don't know where Abigail is. She's in uh, Georgia. Yeah. They sent her off to... uh, We totally know where Abigail is. And I just made that up completely. (laughs) I'm sorry I missed that part. So I was was thinking in my head, like, Abigail's just going to come in and swoop her data. No, so they... uh, I didn't know she already left, though. They Well, you assume that she's gone. Because her dad was saying, I'm sending you away today to Savannah, Georgia... So that you're safe, because you mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. But wasn't that the same day that everything went down? It was supposed to be that day or the next well, day. Well, he wanted to get her out of there before, before the, the trial the trial and the hanging. So All I right. think it would have happened tripping. pretty quickly. Yeah, she, and they would have shown her at the trial if yeah, she would have been my there. my bad. Yeah. I stand corrected. So, Sorry. So she could be back. She will be back. Oh, I think she will. For I sure. think that's going to be really her cool. dad just died. She's going to... Or maybe. I don't think so she's, she's that She's got to get back. I don't... I don't I think she'll be sad, but I think she was starting to see him as who a different really person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Definitely. she didn't really know who he was because she's been mm-hmm. gone so long and mm-hmm. has only corresponded via letter. So that's. Or even do you remember when they took her the first time and and Vane was like, "Does your dad love you?" And she was like, "Yeah." Like she kind of said, "He'll pay like, the rent." Like she didn't like. Yeah. I, I he'll don't pay. know how to answer that. He'll exactly. pay your money that you want. Yeah, I guess it's fine. I don't know. That's like what I thought of the entire time. She was basically telling him, "Like, look, this is who you taught me to be, and you're nothing like this person." I don't know. Anyways, well, anyway, as the city's burning, he's sitting there watching it. And I thought that was, I loved the different scenes of the ship when they had the Man of War. Because they, like, the one time when Vane and Flynn were rolling up, there's like the <laughs> fog cool. and you just see I the know. mass, like, coming through. <laughs> I know, they start lighting that cannon and you're like, no, they're going to get their tiny boat. And then. And you hear oh, the whistle and they're firing. The and then fog. you, then later cool. after that, you see the, the kind of pan around shot of the boat and the boat's like drifting and it's just firing and you see two so boats cool. sinking and the. City's burning. It was really cool. So, that I think that scene. that rivals the best boat scene, attacking scene ever. Totally. I, I think. Well, that and I think in season uh, one, episode six and episode eight were the the three best fight boat scenes. Is eight eight the one where they envelop? Right. I thought that was probably no in no no, my no, head. no. I'm sorry, season one, not season two. Oh, I'm oh. thinking the you, from this season where they took the boat. I thought that was cool. I'm, boat, cool I'm talking scene. about when the boats are blowing stuff oh, up. Boat on boat. Boat on boat. Because when they actually fight the man <laughs> of war the first time before they steal it, uh, in episode six, there's a scene where there's both boats because there's the Andromache and the Walrus, and they mm-hmm. just that's when they destroy the Walrus and they end up on the island. Mm. Um, so I remember that. Yeah, thinking back to all this good stuff that happened. Oh. Man, that was <laughs> memories. Freaking Mr. Gates. 
Where are you at in my life, yeah. Mark Ryan? He was a cool character. I know. I'm sad they killed him. Sorry, we're reminiscing about Mr. Uh, Bates, I mean, that's really what we're cool. here for. This is the finale, and that's all we have to do is reminisce about what happened and not what's going to happen, because we have to wait a whole freaking year. I know. Gosh. Yeah, that is a long time. Um, so did long. you think the diary was going to be burned? That they weren't going to... That they weren't going to introduce it as evidence? Because he's like, you could just burn it. Freaking no. Because he's... He was too concerned about saving face in front of the people that he governs. Which is interesting because we just got that whole speech with him and Flint. Like, oh, you you took this position because you're a coward. He's like, I could probably Mm. forgive that. That was like a total slap in the face. He's like, you're standing here with a condemned man and you can't even own up to what you've done. Oh, that was a really... That whole interaction. That justified killing him so much. Yeah. I was in for that. I think I wanted to learn more about him a little bit, though. Like, how did he turn into what he turned into? I was curious about that. Me too. Why he? Well, I mean, we got a glimpse of it with the whole blackmail thing, but why he stuck to that? You know, because it did seem to change him at the core. Absolutely. You know, not he wasn't just doing what he had to do because he was getting blackmailed. It changed who he was and how he was going to treat everybody and pirates moving forward. Well, I think he had to fall into a role that was given to him, and now. He's like, okay, well, I have to be this guy, so I'm going to have to do these things, and I'm going to have to do these things. And he was afraid to be himself. He kept doing the things he thought he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But those flashbacks, in those flashbacks, I just had such like a cool picture of Peter Ash in my hope, head yeah. because he seemed so confident and so, you know what I mean, like assertive. He seemed like he was mm-hmm. that. And then the character we found out was like... And open-minded. And, yeah, you know. exactly. And the character we have now known what Peter Ash is, I mean, he just seemed... Almost just defeated and just ready to do whatever anybody would mm-hmm. tell him to do as yeah, long as that's he was why still I in charge. When the diary came out, that he'd, you know, we'd see some of that old. He might Peter stand Ash. up and yeah. actually fight for Flint and help Flint. <clears throat> I know something. I kept waiting for him to do something to help Flint as well throughout the mm-hmm. last couple of episodes, mm-hmm. and he didn't. As soon as the Miranda thing happened again, I was like, yeah. all of my and hope for him was just later. Poor Miranda. The no. whole episode, Miranda. I was like, Lauren's probably dying inside right now. Like, as I was no. watching Miranda, I was like, this is her favorite character. She probably so pissed. I'm glad I, we got to, you know, see her again, and she did, she, like, got the last word. Yeah, that was cool. She and, oh, yeah, Flint, and I, she yeah. and Flint did. The last yeah. thing she'd want from me is to grovel to you. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool scene, too. Yes. There was such, I mean, again, and I, I, I unlike you two, I, w- I was not disappointed with the finale. I wasn't disappointed by yeah, it. Don't put words we in didn't oh, say yeah. that. Yeah, I just said I, I, I expected there to be more twists in it, but mm-hmm. I love. I thought it was great. It was a very pleasing episode. Yeah, it was full of affirmation. Everything in the episode we needed. Yeah, big set pieces, big explosions. Totally. Lots just, of that Michael Bay died. money. <laughs> Vane going. Yeah. Hey, he wasn't at Billy going. going Billy yeah, Billy did a little bit too. I love when he busted in too and he killed Jinx. That was like a nice little scene. The quartermaster for Vane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, that was yeah. when he came in through the window and, like, just slit his face. Mm-hmm. That was just, awesome. Don't worry. We're here for you. The men are here for you, Billy. I know. Billy and Silver, and Silver. are, like, BFFs right now. They're, like, the homies on the show. I feel like <laughs> Billy well, and, and so Silver are, here's, like... Here's an interesting thought as well. Leading to this now development and leading into Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. Because we know that Billy steals the map from Silver based on where the treasure is. And then they go after him in the beginning, and that's when we get introduced to Jim Hawkins and the, t- the Benbow Tavern and all that. So they have to become friends totally. for them to get some kind of plot to get the money. Mm-hmm. Or to figure out, you know, maybe if they bury the treasure, if that's what Anne was doing, and she's spotting places to bury the treasure, you know, or to steal whatever they're going to do with the map and how they're going to lead into that. Because we do know that obviously Jack Rackham got the gold, which we talked Absolutely. about. 
I was surprised they brought it back. Sparkly. To, I know that was cool. I love that. I was surprised they brought it back. I mean, I, I guess I'm not that surprised. I don't know. It's just such a huge target on all of them and their crew to bring it directly back to the right. islands. You know what I mean? Here it is. The thing though is, yeah. who's going to take it from them? You're right. Because well, there's not the fort yeah. that has the firepower to take down a ship. Mm-hmm. None of the other ships probably could compare to the some of the ships that you know, other than the the Man of War, which is going to come back. Yeah. But like none of the other ships that we've seen. Other than the walrus, which they now have, could hang with them. But like, other than maybe Captain Hughes, maybe not ships. People, though, I feel like if I was in company with Vane and Flint and Silver, and I knew them, and I knew their personalities, and I knew what they could do, and how many people now are on all their sides. I guess I don't know any of that, though. I guess Jack and Mary, or I'm sorry, and Mar- and whatever Max Bonnie and Bonnie. Jeez Louise, you they, want Mary Reed so bad? I that you do so bad. I keep. Jack and Anne Mary. No, but I guess they don't know anything that's happened. They still think Vane and Flynn are at arms, and they don't know mm-hmm. any developments that have happened with John Silver. But knowing all of that, I would be pretty hesitant. I'd try to be more sneaky. And I thought Jack and Max would be more sneaky. I just didn't mm-hmm. expect them to be so blatant. Well, and, and they may still be, well, because I they mean, got they, it back, and now what are they going to do? This right, and it wasn't part of the plan. I mean, the walrus wasn't involved mm-hmm. until... Right then, because they had to, and yeah, and Max was even surprised by that. So who, you know, per, perhaps they use that, you know, trick them and the ship gold the, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. ship it somewhere else. Or so, so and speaking of the gold and all that, and the developments of the, the the new pirate cruise and all that, how do you feel about since we talked about Silver earlier and his development, him telling Flint, but kind of lying about what he told Flint, the fact that you know the character um, Vincent, Vincent, that's the one I'm looking for. <clears throat> Since we finally just got his name, yeah. he, he said, he, said he, he told him that he lied. Yeah. I actually wrote Scott too. Then I crossed it out around Vincent on there <laughs> that know. he lied, and not that not that Silver lied and had this plan, but that Vincent lied. Yeah, and the only way it can go bad for Silver is if no, there's no way. It can, nobody yeah. knows. Max, Max does. Max is on the island, oh, and, yeah. and Silver went to Max saying, "Hey, this is what happened. These mm-hmm. are, this is exactly what happened. These two guys did I this. They came Max. to me." Yeah. So in my head, that's the only. I keep wanting to call her Mary, but I'm not going to. Um, but bo- Max yeah. is the only one that could screw him. Literally, right. the only person. Uh, I don't know if she's even told Jack and Anne Bonnie. I don't know no, if they are not. in on it. They they but, think that they came from the prostitutes. And see, and Max, the people in the. So she has so much. I just think she's going to be the most like. Powerful character to be reckoned with. To come, yeah. Or not the next most powerful, season. but the most underestimated character coming into next season because she really has everybody like on the palm of her hand. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's really nothing that can happen to her unless somebody literally shoots her in the head. Like then what are, what are <laughs> you? Unless she pulls we don't want Miranda. Hey, hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa. Know, whoa, sorry. pump the brakes. I know, I'm sorry. But unless, don't like, even suggest Unless that. a Miranda is pulled, there's literally nothing that could... <laughs> I'm going to pull a Miranda <laughs> and shoot you in the head. Yeah. Also, uh, in the by the way, since we talked to you, you shooting Miranda in the head. Uh, <laughs> in the trailer for last week, when they showed like previously on Black Sails, mm-hmm. I watched the shot and it did come from this side and out this yeah. side. So it was the right angle for it to come out of her forehead. Oh. I assume the guns would have been powerful enough, depending on how much he loaded that it. Little though, that but was he was a that little close. Baby hole. It was like a little dot. On yeah. The head. Well, yeah. I mean, the bullet potentially got a sniper rifle. Well, over well there? no. Um, it would have been a lead ball. Okay. That would have been melted and pressed. Okay. But theoretically, if it came through the skull, the lead fragments could have peeled off as it hit the bone. Okay. And it could have came out smaller than it like went a in. Little piece. All right. I yeah. guess it makes sense. I mean, it just seems so neat. And I'm not like a gross, weird person that wants to see a lot of blood. No, but I, I just agree. didn't. It felt like it didn't feel that old. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Their guns weren't that, that precise powerful. back then. I mean, or, or pre- 
powerful because they came out in fragments too. If I'm not Sometimes, mistaken, yeah, because the like it would look more like a shotgun is how I'm imagining. Possibly, it. yeah, kind of. of and I know, and off. I know, probably aesthetically, that was Buck the best shots. way for it to go down. Right. That's and that's more the imagery than us historically about historical accuracy. <laughs> Well, because I mean, it would it would have been a musket ball, not yeah. a, a shot fragment. But yeah, the, the thing that big. when they changed guns, when they started grooving the barrels of guns, which caused bullets to spin and make them fly straighter, mm-hmm. then that's what would have not allowed the bullet to peel apart in the barrel if mm-hmm. it did. But the ball shouldn't have. I mean, they were too close. I think, but I was surprised that it had the force to go in the skull and, and out the, the skull. Out. I think it was yeah. for a dramatic. Totally, purposes. it made the most sense for the show. But again, it also depends on how much gunpowder he put in his gun. You know, if yeah, he puts more gunpowder, the power, the shots more powerful and has a farther travel range. And you know, especially too, I think guns a lot of times weren't accurate. But people like since he's a colonel, he would have had a lot of gun skill. He would have known how his gun fired. True. Mm-hmm. So that's something about as well. People that, especially like in that time frame, people that were gunslingers. And later on into the Western t- time frame, they were better with guns because they practiced with their guns and they knew right. how their guns fired their consistently. Their guns and all that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, as a military guy, he might have known that. Plus, he was so close. I mean, how do you miss point blank range? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, do you guys have any thoughts on what you think is going to go down in season three? <sighs> so many thoughts. Whole season predictions. Okay, let's do it. Are we, oh. We're there. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Oh, I think they're setting us... It's going to be completely different than what we've seen this past season. Because they gave us all the character shifting at the end of this episode? Well, character shifting. I mean, the gold is going to be continue to be a key player in, in the storyline. Um, but I think, you know, we'll have Max, Jack, and Anne against, like, Flint and... Vain, be like factions, their if you will. team, yeah, potentially it has to be like three different sides. I agree, with right? You. But then I think we're gonna see Eleanor return, making yeah, return for sure. And I, I do feel like she's gonna make some allies on the government side of things. I mean, she I mean, does. She does have a family name that is, although not a good one, it is known in, right. in England, and mm-hmm. people do know the Guthries. So it's possible that she could say, you know, I'm with so-and-so and we can do this and let's go back and plead her case or get hung like a pirate. One right. of the two. Totally. Or does Blackbeard come in and then all of our pirates that we know t- decide to team up and Disband he tries him. to go against the gold? And uh, I feel like there are just a lot of, a well, lot of changes. I, here's what I do. I hope that the Blackbeard thing doesn't blow up the way that the Ned Lowe thing did. Like, that was so short-lived. Because yeah. the guy had a lot of hopes for a, 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 another pirate player that was a high-ranking, well-known pirate player, and having it play out more than three episodes. Mm. You yeah, know, and then really Oh, only, I don't... Only two episodes. I was so, I mean, totally fine with Ned Lowe just getting killed the way he did. Well, I mean, I'm glad he did, and I liked that, because I liked... But it know, was I hated that, too, right? that Brandon Murray's character, his uh, quartermaster, was killed in the second episode mm-hmm. by him, and so I, I was kind of glad that it led into that. But I, I, I think they could have done more with it in... Five episodes instead right. of three episodes. Totally. Well, and Blackbeard's played by a bigger name yeah. actor, so we, I'm sure, we'll see a good amount of episodes with him. If anything, follow his wife on Twitter because she'll let you know. <laughs> it was, it was the, the character, the actor that played the girlfriend. girlfriend. I'm just kidding. But it wasn't his role. It's the the actress that played the girlfriend on the show. Yeah. Oh, jokes. Follow his fake girlfriend. Yeah, you can hit me up on Twitter, and I can let you know what that is. I'm not going to say it on here. <laughs> Man. I'll, I'll send it to you in a message. I'm also, not, not going to be the one that puts that out on the internet. So 
I'll privately send it to you if you want to. Yeah. Watch we it, want Blackbeard. But... We want to interview Blackbeard, so we're going to oh, keep that. And maybe his girlfriend great. too. So we'll I'd love our Stevens in here. Something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I think that we have had a great season, and I thank mm-hmm. you, ladies, for being here with us. No um, before wait, what we are your go, yeah, what the I don't. <laughs> black, I had a Blackbeard prediction, and that's all I need. I do you guys so. I, we're done for a while, for a year. Do you, does Jamie have some predictions? I have no predictions. Do you what have predictions, this? Jamie? Yes, I do. do you really actually, have I do this week. Usually I have hopes and dreams, but today I have Fine. predictions. You can go. I feel like we're all kind of sad, by the way, today. I, I'm like, I feel like our energy is kind of like, mm. we're never going to see each other again. I'm sad. Oh, man. Okay, prediction. Sorry, quickly. Uh, I want to know. Well, that's not a prediction. Okay, I think. <laughs> so, do you really have predictions, or do you have questions? I swear, I think uh, there's going to be the recapture of Eleanor Guthrie in some way. I think um, there's going to be punishment for Horning Gold and Dufresne. I think that the Orca Gold is going to be recaptured by somebody, and I think that there's going to be some kind of unknown British Navy factor. And I'm done. Sorry. Horning gold was traditionally pardoned, or historically pardoned. So I know, but I think that in the show that is something that needs to like. <laughs> he needs, gonna, he, yeah, needs, he to, needs to get Dufresne it. needs to get it. Dufresne needs they to get his head shaft off. And Horning weasels. gold needs to lose a leg. Totally. Okay. I'm sorry. Those are my predictions. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm glad that you have predictions. Hey, thanks. Um, so one thing I do want to do for the fans, since we like to do things for the fans, do you have other shows coming up that you're working on, or actually other shows that you might suggest that fans tune into? Hmm. Based on stuff that you like. Since we all like black sales, we might like the same things. Well, other shows that I'm looking forward to. I mean, for After Buzz, I'm doing Secrets and Lies, which I'm really digging. Lots of drama, lots of mystery going on there. Also, The Jinx, which is an HBO, you know, mm-hmm. true crime documentary. That is intense. Those I would definitely highly recommend. I would also do Battle Creek, lots of fun, police procedural. Which one, a new show I'm really looking forward to is Scream Queens. <gasps> you took mine. I'm so excited uh, for that. <laughs> that so one was really good. I, I mean, so, so, Jamie, Scream no. Queens? <laughs> no, I'm not working on any other After Buzz TV shows just yet. Um, I don't know. I like a million TV shows. Yeah. So well, that really helped everyone like out a whole million. lot. I'm, 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 seriously, on on I can't I can't name one. I'm really excited for Scream Queens. I'm excited for the next um, installment of American Horror Story. Mm. I'm always super into. <gasps> Well, Game of Thrones Ryan obviously Murphy. is coming out. Oh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Don't forget that. Oh, that looks so I mean, that's what I was saying. People need to watch that. that. So, I personally, um, obviously, I'm on the Stars bandwagon, so Outlander. Outlander. Don't forget Outlander. <laughs> the other show that I'm really looking forward to, I've said this before, is Turn on AMC. It's oh, the yeah. second season yep. of that. Uh, and it's going to get intense. I heard that was good. It's really good. It's about spies in uh, the 1777. Mm. So, not much history. Time. Yeah. And history. Another, another show that's really fun I just watched on Netflix The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh my it's gosh. It's so great. It's Lame. All right. It. So, guys, again, hilarious. Thank you so much, everyone, <laughs> for joining us at this season of Black Sales. We'll, I will be back. I don't know if you'll be back. I may fire you guys for next season. Oh, kidding. Just kidding. Uh, 2016. It, we have no dates other than that. Uh, Black Sales Season 3 here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, until then, ladies, why don't you tell them where they can find out more about you so that we can talk to everyone all year long. All, yeah, talk to us. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, my website, everywhere. Lauren Salon. At Lauren Salon or laurensalon.com. Dot com. Jamie S. Elias. Uh, well, he just gave it away. I'm at Jamie S. Elias on Twitter or Instagram. I don't really get on Facebook, but that's all. That is it. Who's your hooks? I'm your favorite hooks. <laughs> Ryan Hooks. You can get me at RyanHooks92 on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the Snapchat. Uh, and then here at AfterBuzz. As always, like I said, I love Twitter probably more than anything. So Twitter's good. Twitter's good. Guys, again, thank you so much, and we will see you next year. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> 
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.